Hi and welcome to the Everyday Fitness and Wellbeing Podcast with me, Sean Newson. For this episode, I've teamed up with PT Pete, a colleague here in Brighton. We're going to bring you a series of bite-sized episodes and we're going to kick off with this first one based around my up-and-coming Brighton Marathon in uh, literally three days. Now Pete likes to talk and with over 20 years experience as a PT it's actually great to pick his brains with a few nuggets of info in there for sure. I hope you enjoy, let's take it away. Okay here we are again, this is myself Sean, Sean Newton and I'm here also with Pete. PT Pete. PT Pete. Uh, Thanks for listening in, what we're going to talk about today is carrying on Pete from last time. The marathon, and we are now, where are we, Thursday? Marathon's on Sunday, three days to go. How are you feeling? I mean, this is, this. I think we should direct it to how you're feeling, really. Well, to be honest with you, I'm, a, I'm confident now that I can get round okay. uninjured. Um, so no more training now? No, there's no more training. This train. is it, done? Are you, are you, and what about carving up? I mean, what, what, have you got any, we talked a little bit about your training schedule. Uh, a tiny bit, yeah, and um, yeah. training plans and stuff, and whether they should be used. But well, what in about... fact, let's um, let's recap on that. Yeah, because we kind of touched on it, didn't we? Mm. Yeah. Whether we think is it you you kind of haven't used a training plan per se. I started out with the main of the main. I was a spectator at right. the last at twenty sixteen. Okay, right. Yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah. I saw this eighty four year old cross the line. Really, and I thought to myself. If you know, she I've ne- yeah, he, in fact. Oh, he can. Fabulous. Absolutely fabulous. Really inspiring. Uh, because I, I've often told myself, no, I'm not built for long distance. I don't like long distance. Mm-hmm. But when I saw him, I, I went down with my kids. Well, we, you know, not too far from the uh, Madeira Drive. And I saw this guy cross the line. Can't remember the time. It was one of the last ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, 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 it, but he it, did it. He did it. And it really didn't matter. And I signed up that night. So, wow. in answer to your question, when did I start training? Well, perhaps a, I gave myself two, well, almost two, three weeks after that. I thought it was almost well, 12 months, wasn't yeah. it, in the making? Yeah. And my, my starting point was only, I was only running about two, three miles. Okay. So, I knew then that, hey, start either increasing it by mileage or by time. I didn't have any. Uh, I didn't even own a watch, to okay. be with you, so, so I think I just had my iPhone. And yeah, that was a just went on distance, probably. Yeah, yeah. You just thought, right, well, on the 26th, uh, on the 9th of April, I've got around 26 miles. Yeah. That's the, that's that's happening no matter what. Yeah. So you can just work back from there. You think, well, I can only run two or three, so March I need to be running three or four. Exactly. And then you just keep going forward, you know, like, January I need to be at... Eight miles, August I need to be this miles, and just slowly do it. You give yourself a long time as well, that's good. Because that's what I start think. Till, like, August. Well, and this is what I was in Arxy, because uh, obviously the audience don't know your background, mm. and hopefully when we do some more yeah. podcasts, uh, we can share a little bit more of your, yeah. uh, your background in trail running and, yeah. the, and the two marathons that you've yeah. ran. Yeah. Um, but you know only too well that, as you just mentioned, the training schedules sometimes they don't start till September, and it's yeah. only a six months lead-in time. So yeah, I well, I've, and I've, I've looked at a lot of training schedules because a lot of people have said to me, you know, I've got this training schedule, and I've looked at many, and I've been kind of 
Wow, that looks really complicated. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, they're, they're, you know I've, it, I think I wrote something on, on the, they're taking something which is a very simple, easy to do. Yeah. But, you know, get a pair of trainers and you can go and run. Sure. It doesn't require anything more than trainers and a bit of enthusiasm. Yeah. So it's one of the best things, one of the cheapest forms of exercise there is by yeah. none. Exactly, yeah. Other yeah. than walking. Yeah. Um, sure. So yeah. it's the next one up from walking, really, isn't it? Yeah. In terms of buying equipment. Yeah. And so. It, a lot of the training programs, they just slightly annoyed me because they're so complicated. And I thought, is the average person going to follow this Monday, you've got to do this, and, and yeah. sprints, and intervals, and then hit on Tuesday. I think if you're like that, if you're a bit of an Excel spreadsheet person, yeah, you probably love a training program. If oh. you feel you need the, the confines and the, and the... And there's a set of rules. If you feel you yeah. need that, then fair. But if you're a bit more of a... I roughly know that I need to run this far per month. Then that's, then that's, and that's, how, that's how I ran. Yeah, and that, well, you achieve success by competing. Yeah, it wasn't necessarily the fastest, you know. Yeah. Um, I suppose if you're competing... It's, this is the difference, this yes, is the difference. Exactly. I wanted to complete it, not... You know, there's, there's somebody told me, you compete or you complete. Yeah, I like that. And they're quite nice little words. So, yeah. do you want to complete it? Mm-hmm. But it, the best you can. I wanted to do the best I could. Sure. I'm not saying I wanted to cruise in, I never wanted to walk. I wanted to run around it. Yeah. Um, but I knew I was never going to be, and I come from a bodybuilding background, I, I was never going to be a three-hour marathon man. Yeah. And that, that, that would require a training program, I think. Sure. Because you, you, you know, that's, cause that's quick. So in, in a nutshell, I guess we're saying that uh, identifying that significant structured training plans are for those that... Probably in- want to do with, with, with have, a, have a time in mind. And the, the serious run. And the serious, yeah, I think yeah, so. The, the I, I think, I, yeah, and I think if you want yeah. to just get a good time, mm-hmm. I think you can get out there, you can know that you need to increase your mileage per month, get that one long run in per week, mm-hmm. which should be longer either every other week or each week, mm-hmm. until you get to the point where you're running around 17, 18 miles a month before the marathon. As long as you're getting to that point, then you'll be fine. And I'm up to 18. I exactly. Did 18. Yeah, I did 18. That's the furthest you've done ever. ever. Which is amazing, isn't it? it it's, uh, and in three it's, days' time, you're going to be running the furthest you've done ever, ever, ever. And the good thing about it, I have listened to, there's a lot of advice out there. There's this, and, and the irony is, um, I've, I remember training a, a client years ago, um, and we started off with, the simplest of intervals because he was on the roll-ups. Right. The, the rolling tobacco. Right, yeah. So, he said, Sean, I want to do a marathon. I want to do a marathon. Okay, well, let's see. Let, let's start running, basically. Mm. And he could run for about a minute before needing to stop right. and weed. Okay. Um, but he was fairly... He, he went on to complete his marathon. But okay. we had to start with that run, walk. Yeah. Run walking is run absolutely walking. fine. Run walking is absolutely fine. I've told many people to do that. Many clients, many friends... Get out there and run for a bit, and you know, no, to, and you're training. There's nothing wrong with run walking, even if you do the race. Quite, there's nothing wrong with walking a little bit. There's nothing, I'll, it's I'll, it's trust fine. Me, but you want to try, be... but you want to try and run the whole thing. But yeah. in training, yeah. it's, it's, you know, a lot of people feel they need to go out, but I can't run, or I can't run for any distance. It doesn't matter. Go out. You know, you could go on time and go right. I'm going to go for an hour, mm. and within that hour, I'm going to try and run as much as I can. Yeah. So you run, I'm going to run to the end of the park, and then I'm going to walk a little bit, and then I'm going to run to the end of the park and walk a little bit. Now, there may be some people listening to this thinking, well, that's all well and good, but what about injuries? Then, if you cast your mind back, mm. I know we'll talk in another podcast a, a bit more in length about your mm. previous training, 
Um, sure, I've done some uh, obstacle races, etc., yeah. but not the sort of significant distance like mm. I'm doing this Sunday. Yeah. Um, you know, a five k. Not taking anything away from the short distances, no. because for no. someone who's been it's, sat it's on a couch, it's all relative. Exactly, but injury-wise, is uh, the, the risks are increased when you're going on these longer distances. They do. They're increased because of the distance. They're increased because of you know it's something you know people are going longer than they've ever gone before. Exactly. So the body's like, what are you doing? Mm. And you're running a high percentage of the time on concrete and tarmac, mm. which is unforgiving. So how did you avoid injury yourself? Um, well, you know, I didn't avoid injury oh, right. at all. Um, in fact, the very first, the London Marathon that I ran in 2008, which was the first one I did, um, I probably did 50 to 60% of my training on the bike. Wow. Yeah, okay. for sure, because I was quite big still from... Yeah. from well, I wasn't that big. I was just wasn't run fit at all. Yeah, sure. So um, I came out of a rather crazy rock star lifestyle, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and um, so I wasn't run fit at all. Right. And I just started to run, and I developed shin splints, which yeah, I'm sure there. a few <laughs> listeners will go, yeah, shin splints, which is a pain running up the front of your shin, which is mm -hmm. just the, the 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 muscle underneath is surrounded by a sheath like a sausage. And that sheath doesn't uh, expand as quick as the muscle does, and then you pulls against the bone, and it feels like someone's putting a knife down your. And it can be, yeah. it can stop you running, and, and, and not just stop you for there, but it can stop you for a long time and yeah. put you off running. Oh yeah. So at that point, you have to then look at the shoes you're wearing, which do make a factor. You have to look at the ground you're wearing. You know, sometimes run on a park, so maybe change the surface and do the run walk. Yeah. And massage, self-massage. You can actually get rid of shin splints with, with, with a thumb down the side of the shins yourself. Oh, I tried that, but I didn't realise... Uh, you can do a lot yourself. Yeah, you get you, you, you put some oil on your thumb, and you go down the side of the shin. You can sort of feel where the side of the shin and your calf meets. There's, a, there's an obvious kind of ledge, and that is where the pain will be. And you'll go down there, and it'll feel like, ow. But if you could do that all the time, and it, it gets rid of it itself. So I actually got rid of my shin splints from myself. Oh, right. Okay. That's good. That's good. Yeah, but I didn't avoid injury. So, but I spent a lot of time on the. I'm not saying that's the best way to do, but sure. I wanted to. Sure. I wanted to do this marathon. So there's a whole. There's a. There's, there's a whole. There's a lot to talk about. So like yes. injuries, running, yeah, stuff like sure, that. Sure. But um, back back to your. So about, yeah. uh, you said you mentioned food actually. You mentioned yeah, well there's a bit of food. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of there's a, here. We could talk many podcasts yeah. about. <laughs> carving up, not carving up. There's a lot of stuff coming out now that that they're saying you don't need to carve up. Well, it actually me... doesn't actually do a lot more to the muscle glycogen stores mm. than previously thought. Let me tell you about my last run with 18 miles. Um, I remember you did recommend trying... Well, I was going to avoid the gels. Um, yes. I, I'm just, I've tried them once before and we were talking there. I think, too, I think too sweet for me. I think you certainly... Gels, yeah, they're very strong, mm. super concentrated fuel. So you, you try them the months before. Yeah. And see if your stomach t does them. You know, t taking the gel, literally day of the race, end in <laughs> terrible trouble. <laughs> yeah. Um, and yeah, I've, I get on with them. I don't have a problem with them. But uh, many people I know don't like them because they're super concentrated. So did tell me a horror, flat jacks, horror story of uh, the gels. Yeah, exactly. Inappropriate. That's now. another. That's, a, <laughs> that's for another time. So what are you going to do? Well, or what did you do on the 18 miler? On the 18 miler. Um, How long did that take you, by the way? Too long. 
Conservative. <laughs> two and a half, three? To if only. More like three and a half. Three and a half. Yeah. So you needed fuel. I so did need fuel. You needed to I, replenish yourself. Yeah, I did eat roughly two hours beforehand. Okay. Um, and that was... Which was still sitting heavy. Um, porridge? No, it wasn't porridge. I, I was working at the gym, so I'd grab something in the canteen. And <laughs> in the staff room. Either. Okay, yeah. And... Um, Oh, if I cast my mind back, I think like the salad wraps. Um, right, so not exactly. Um, yeah, banana. Um, a bit of fuel. Yeah, there was some fuel there. I, I, there was some chicken actually. I okay. think I had chicken and um, loose plan in the back of my mind was to increase the mileage incrementally, mm -hmm. just a little bit each week. Yeah, knowing where you were. Exactly from the start. So the marathons in April. Where were you? When did you actually start training? What month was it in the previous year? As it was a Sunday, I think I even had a Cumberland sausage from the hot deli counter. It, so well, to be honest, it doesn't really matter, does it? You know, because you're going to run. I knew I could, I could be rather blasé with what I ate. Um, as long as you got the calories in. Exactly. Exactly. And did you? You said it took you three and a half hours. Did you have anything else on you, or did you just? Was that all you ate? Very ill prepared. Uh, the motivation, um, because I'd done it two weeks before, yeah. I'd tried 17 miles right. the week before, the mo I knew at the back of my mind, and this is, this is something we may even chat about mm. another time, how to motivate yourself to do such a long distance or to be on That's the road for three hours. That's where people struggle. They're like, yeah. I don't know how you run that far. Yeah. I don't know how you cycle that far. It's the long stuff. And the thing is, I knew I could do it, and I had uh, yeah. the, the headphones and a podcast to listen to, music to listen to, uh, so everything was set there. Um, I didn't have my correct water bottle, so there was a, a few things that I would have liked in place. Um, but believe it or not, in answer to your question, I had this innocent smoothie in a bowl. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Something just moving in the background. Um, so I had this innocent smoothie. Uh, it was one of their green kale things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they're generally too sweet anyway. So I watered that down. Uh, or certainly to start with, I'd sip, I'd sip okay. on it. Right. And then as and I've tried this before. And then obviously as I'm sipping, I can then top it up with more yeah. water. And running all the way to Salt Dean, there's a, a little. Yeah, there's, a little, there's an outdoor fountain, isn't yeah, there? Yeah, outdoor fountain. So I was able to top that up with more water. Okay. And so I've got this diluted energy drink. Yeah, okay. Yeah, with natural energy drink as well. Natural, natural. No, no, no additives. No, no. Um, you know, would uh, give Lucas a run for its money, certainly. Yeah. And, uh, or other running drinks are available. <laughs> <laughs> and there we have it. Thanks for listening. And stay tuned for further episodes with myself and... PT, Pete Dudley, just chatting away about bits and bobs in fitness. Take care.